All right, everybody, we're going to hop straight into this one. As you read the title, Family versus Career. This is something that everyone's going to think about at some point or another. Generally, your first thought of it is going to be, I imagine, 17, 18, 19, when you start thinking about what you want to do. Now, not that you know exactly at 18 years old, this is what I'm going to do. If you do know, congratulations. For most people, including myself, who they didn't know what they want to do and are still figuring it out, that's a pretty daunting question. Right now, something that's very popular in social media is this idea of hustle culture. It's working as much as you can, being a, you know, sometimes people look at like, oh, I don't want to work a nine to five. I want to be a social media influencer. Do you know what that means? That means that you're not going to work a nine to five. You're probably going to work like a eight to eight or something crazy like that. That means the work never stops. There are so many stories of people like Casey Neistat and other people burning out because they do those daily vlogs. Now, I've never been a person, like, that's not my piece of content, but every once in a while, like, I'll, I'll tune into them, and, like, they'll make a video being like, look, this is why I have to stop vlogging. Like, me and my wife would wake up, like, what do we do for the video? What do we do for our job? So, I feel like we're in this place, and especially if you've listened to a gentleman by the name of Gary Vee, where work gets kind of romanticized and fantasized about. Like, I want to work as many hours as possible. I want to hustle and grind. I have a good work ethic. Like, these are things I should be proud of. On another perspective, I feel that we are moving away from the family. Now, being an individual who is from a Middle Eastern family, I have some more collectivistic ideals. So if you look at Asia, if you look at people from China, Iran, those areas, and not just there, also some places in Europe, they have different views on family and the collective as opposed to the more Western ideals, which is more individualized which focuses on the individual. What do I want to do? What's my sense of happiness? You know, over here in Canada or America, saying something like, oh, the wife, uh, excuse me, the parents of my girlfriend don't like us being together. Well, screw you, we're going to run away. Just me and her. You know, forget what our families think. Over there, it happens as well. But there's a lot more emphasis on on her parents, on your parents, your family's getting along. So, the bigger idea. Now this brings us to this idea of family versus career. If there's one thing I, I would want you to take away from this is everyone has their own answer, okay? I'm just some schmuck behind a camera, right? I'm just another guy. I'm just another voice. Listen to what I say. Listen to what other people say. Take it as a grain of salt, but then make your own decision. For men and for women especially. Let's start off with the men first. Men, we're coming from a place where we've been societally told, look, you got to be the breadwinner, at least until 10 years ago. If you weren't the breadwinner, that's kind of embarrassing. Like the year is 1997 and your wife is making more money than you. Subliminally, not that I'm saying it's a bad thing at all, but I'm saying there's this kind of societal thought that it's a man's job to make more than her. Like, if a woman was making more than a man at one point, instead of patting her on the back, you're looking down at the guy. Or, unfortunately, we might be in a place where the woman says, well, I can do better. And then she leaves that guy. So, for men, I think we're getting into this really interesting place. And the West is way ahead of the East in terms of, like, stay-at-home dads. How many times have you heard things like, oh, you know, we'd like to give it up for the stay-at-home moms, the single moms working their butts off? Because a stay-at-home mom or just a mom in general is a superhero, right? Whether she goes to work or whether she's just staying at home taking care of the kids, right? We know that these chores are work. Getting up early is work. Sending the kids to school, helping them get to school is work. Teaching them the right morals and values is work. But yet, when a man does it, we don't look at him like a hero. 
If a woman was to come out and publicly say, look, I want to be a housewife. There are men that would say, oh, awesome. I would love to be with someone like that. But if a man comes out and says, yeah, look, my long-term goal is I'd, I'd, like, to, um, I'd like to be a stay-at-home dad. That's what I like to do. It wouldn't turn out so well for the, the gentleman. I don't think he would have as many suitors. Now, why that is, there are a plethora of reasons. But look, that's not the discussion for today. The idea for today is you as an individual and the majority of people who listen to this podcast, who listen to this YouTube channel, are between the ages of 18 to 27, 18 to 28. That makes up almost half of the demographic, so 50% of the audience. You're in this really interesting place where the general script of life was you're growing up, you're going through school, okay? You're going to get educated, and educated doesn't necessarily mean go to university or college, but it has generally meant that. And then you would use the tools that you learn in this institution, and you could apply it in society, in a sense where you could give society a value in a good or a service, and they would reward you with that financially. Now, what do you do with that financially? You could do this to buy a home. You could do this to be able to afford a family. You heard me correctly. Afford a family. Why? Because having an extra room for your kids is going to cost you money. Buying all those clothes, paying for you know, the soccer club, paying for the jiu-jitsu club, that stuff's going to add up. So you get that money, then you give it back to society, right? This is the limbo that we work in. So now the question becomes, and before people want to jump the gun and go, well, look, Daniel, the answer is balance, okay? balance you know monday to friday spend time with the family spend time with the kids and then saturday sunday i meant to say that completely backwards i i was just about to say monday to friday spend time with the family and the saturday sunday go to work i wonder if anybody does it like that no i don't think so it's probably the opposite way monday to friday go to work saturday sunday with the kids but look the whole point of this is this be careful when there's someone telling you their version of what your life should look like I would never come here and say everybody should go to law school, everybody should go to medical school, and you should try to work 80 hours a week. Like that's that should be the that's what you should try to do. It's not my place to tell you. The same way I wouldn't come and say, look, women, society's lying to you. You know, your your career, it actually doesn't matter at all. You have to be a stay-at-home mom. You have to. There's no reason for you to leave the house. Your place is at home. That's your place. I'm not, that's not me. I could say that, but it doesn't matter what I think. It matters what you think. Unless I was to bring some sort of objective evidence, which said, look, uh, women who stay at home tend to have higher life satisfaction than women who go out and work. But I don't know if that's true. I literally just made that up. But as an example, I mean, because besides that, it's just subjective. What I can tell you is human beings have a lot of different factors involved when we look at happiness. One of them is security. What does security mean? Security means you have a roof over your head, means you have access to clean drinking water, food, and you have access to resources which you need. This means getting medication when you need it. This means being able to go to a dentist. Oh, it costs a couple of hundred dollars, if not a couple thousands of dollars for this thing. Well, thank goodness you have insurance so we can take care of that, right? This is what we mean when we say security. Now, these things are brought in financially, so you have to go to work. We also know where we are right now in society. We're in a place where both of the parents need to work. Unless you're in a very good paying job and maybe you're lucky where there's one person working and the other person staying at home. But that even gets complex because what do you do if you have two people who both want to work? He wants to 
you know, he's happy, making a lot of money as a plumber, and she is a notary public. And she just studied, just finished her schooling, and she's like, dude, I'm not going to stay home to take care of kids. Why should I have to sacrifice my dreams of doing my dream career? Right? How about you quit your job? And that's something that the, the couple has to figure out for themselves is, how are we going to find out who stays home? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's neither and you hire a babysitter. What I'll say, another point I really, really want to make is, is for the women listening. Women, you're in this really interesting place where 40, 50, 60 years ago, a lot of people told you you couldn't do something. You are not smart enough. You are not as disciplined as a man. You don't have the work ethic that a man does. And all that nonsense that is not true. Okay? There's a lot of differences between men and women, sure. But nothing in terms of discipline, nothing in terms of intelligence, in terms of work ethic, in terms of the ability to work well with others. A lot of it is societal. Not all the differences, but but a lot of the things that we learn, they can be taught. Okay? It's not like one person is just born with discipline and one person isn't based on their gender. Not at all. So with this in mind, there are a lot of women who were told that they're not smart enough to be a dentist, that they should just be satisfied being a hygienist, let's say, because it makes less money. And he works less hours. And guess what? A lot of women who had those higher aspirations left or abandoned those dreams because that's what they were told. They were told that they are not competent enough. Well, of course, I'm not the CEO. Of course, I'm just the front desk because you know, I'm a woman. You know, could you imagine a woman being a CEO of a company? At the same time, we had some people who did the boomerang where they did the opposite. You told a woman that she can't be a lawyer. She says, I'll show you. And she went out and she was a very, very, very successful lawyer. And there's so many stories of this. There are so many stories of women out there with PhDs and masters who are told why. You're a pretty girl. Just marry some rich guy. Why? If you want money, he'll give money to you. And it's this idea of like, look, I don't just want money given to me. Like an allowance. I want to make it myself. There's a level of autonomy there. There's a level of independence there. So how do you reconcile the two things? My message to everyone listening, men and women, but specifically women, is this. Be careful. Be careful if you're ever trying to prove someone right or if you're ever trying to prove someone wrong. I would never want you to be in a position where your parents say, let's just use law school as an example. Your parents say, you're not smart enough to go to law school. But you end up going, not because you want to go, but because you want to prove your parents wrong. Now you go to law school. You pass the bar, you do that, you're a successful lawyer. All of a sudden, hypothetically speaking, your parents pass away. They're in a car accident. Boom, they're gone. Your money's gone that you spent on law school. Your time is gone that you spent on law school. And your parents, the people who you tried to prove that you were competent enough to are now gone. So now you sit there with this law degree and when you think deep down, you didn't do it because you wanted to. You did it just so you can stick it to someone else. That was your entire motivation. Now they're gone. Now what? I hope whatever you do in life, whether you choose to be a stay-at-home mom, whether you choose to have a crazy career making a lot of money, whether it's a balance, I hope you do it because you choose to do it. 
Not because someone tells you you can't do it. And if there's any women or men listening to this, whether thinking about pursuing higher education, it could even be just the, the minimum, a bachelor's degree, an entry-level diploma in college. Folks, you can do it. I don't know you, but I believe with confidence that if you are patient and you are persistent, you can do it within reason. If you're five foot four and you're trying to get to the NBA, it's not looking so good. But for most people who would like to get a degree or a diploma or get started in the trades, even if you know nothing about that stuff, but you are willing to put in the time and be consistent over a long period, I think you've got a really good chance. I sincerely believe that. And this isn't, you know, you can do anything you set your mind to. It's like, no, you can't. No, you can't. There's only one Usain Bolt. There's only one George St. Pierre. There's only one Michael Jordan, okay? But you can do a lot of things you set your mind to. I would even say, if you want to get really confident, almost anything. Can we, can we agree on that? Almost anything. This way, even all the skeptical people who don't like the, you know, the BS motivational stuff are going to say, look, you can do almost anything you put your mind to. You want to learn violin? Go learn violin. You want to go be an accountant? Go learn accounting. Your math sucks? Look, you're just going to have to practice math for three hours instead of that guy who has to practice it for one hour. Your math really, really sucks. Okay, look, maybe you spend half uh, the time that you would studying for that. Go to a different occupation. doesn't require as much math. You're going to get it that much easier. I strongly believe there is a way. So for you, I hope it's never a can I or can't I. I would like it to be an idea of should I or shouldn't I. There's a difference there. The first one engages your, your competence, your capabilities. Do I have the capability to do X? Am I capable enough? The second question bypasses the first question and assumes that, yes, I am capable enough. I do have the work ethic to be a doctor. I do have the leadership skills to be the supervisor of my team. The question is, sure, should I? Do I even want to? Just because I can, does that mean I should? I could work 70 hours a week. Look, I believe you. I believe you. Does that mean you should? And people sitting there going, why not? It's like, look, you can also have six kids if you want. Does that mean you should do that? Think about what you want out of life. And look, it's going to change. Maybe your idea, if you're listening to this, you're a girl who's 19, 20, you're going to look at I don't want kids. I don't have the patience for kids. I don't want anything to do with kids. I'm not going to be one of those losers who just marries some guy and just has kids. Like, I'm not going to be that w woman. All of a sudden, 28, 29, 30 comes around. And you might think, you know what? This work stuff is great, but maybe I'd like to settle down. Because maybe, not maybe, with certainty, there will be a time where you will not have the capabilities to settle down even if you wanted to. There is a point in time in which a woman will not be fertile. A 45-year-old woman is not fertile like a 20-year-old woman is. And that's just a fact. And the problem with that is now it takes your decision-making out of your hands. You couldn't have a kid even if you wanted to. Now, does that mean everybody should have a kid? Again, different topic for a different video. This is going to be way too long. The idea here is just this. 
Think about what you want. Is it a family? Is it work? Is it both? Great. What what was an ideal schedule look like? Are you thinking eight-hour shifts, five days a week? Maybe uh, you're a nurse. Maybe it's 12-hour shifts, four days a week. You've got to decide that for yourself. Because at the end of the day, there's many different options. There's many different ways in which you could go. The question becomes, what is the right path for you? And one thing that you're going to find is there are so many people who are going to preach their their own subjective reality. Like some conservative religious guy is going to come out and say, look, if you're a woman, you need to have kids or you're going to regret it. Like you need to. You have to for sure. And then vice versa, some super progressive young person is going to be like, no, you don't have to have kids. Screw kids. Why would you need those? You got to pay for them. They cry. You got to take care of them. You know, then you lose me time. It's just you and your partner. Why do you need kids? There's so many, there's so many kids out there already. Just, you know, take care of your neighbor's kids like once in a while. The problem I have with both of those is that that's from their point of view and they're not taking into account your situation. What if I plead you to have a kid, yet you are in no position emotionally nor financially to have one? Would it be appropriate to, to bring a kid into this world if you could not support them? If you tell me, Daniel, I want to work 70, 80 hours a week, there's no way I'm staying home. There's not a chance. And then your partner doesn't want to stay home either. Not a chance. And you don't want to buy, pay for a babysitter. Should you still have a kid? That's for you to decide. Who am I to tell you which way to go or what to do? What matters is, and my hope is, you do it because you want to do it. Not because you want to prove someone wrong. Because I'm telling you, you can. I believe in you. You can do one. You can do the other. You can do both. You can hire a babysitter or put your kid in daycare. Not put your kid in daycare. That's in your hands. But be aware, once a child becomes involved... It's, it becomes bigger than you. Does that make sense? And you might say, well, look, Daniel, I impact a lot of people when I go to work because I work in this, you know, whatever, this IT company and we released so-and-so product and 10,000 people buy it here. And that way, look, I don't care about the logistics of it. What I'm saying is when you have a kid, it's not one of those things that you say, well, look, I don't want it anymore. Or two years in, you go, oh, I made a mistake. I, I changed my, I'd like a refund, please. So think carefully and don't ever forget. You could be a father at 20 years old. You could be a father at 30 years old. And for men, you could be a father at 70 years old. But it's different. Being 60 when your son is born isn't the same as being 30 when your son is born. Think about that. You know, Yeah, you, you could be a parent whenever you want. If you're a woman, yeah, you can just adopt. But again, think about the patience that you would require. If you're, if you're one of those young people saying, well, I'll just have a kid when I'm late, when I'm in my 50s, when I'm in my 60s. Won't someone have to look out for you when you get to your 70s, when you get to your 80s, as opposed to you looking out for the kid? Now, this isn't me saying you have to have a kid between this and this if 
You don't, that's it. You're gone. Your chance is gone. Not at all. I just want to make sure that you read the room and that you count all the cards that are in your hand. Okay? Because if you go too fast and if you're impatient, or maybe if you're too patient, you might miss out. And some mistakes are very hard to bounce back from. And when we talk about career, there could be a lot of money on the line. But when we're talking about bringing a human being to this world or adopting a kid who will look up to you, who you will help protect and raise and look after, that's, that's a big deal, folks. So whatever you end up doing, make sure you consider everything. Make sure you don't make an emotional decision. Take your time and make sure it's what you want to do. And look, if your mind completely changes five years later, so be it. You know, don't, don't be stubborn. Don't stick to an idea just because you said it five years ago doesn't mean you can't change your mind. It happens. People see life differently. People's ideal life changes over time. Our identity changes over time, which is completely normal. So when you think about this idea of family versus career, really think about what you want out of life. If it's all those Lamborghinis and having three girls on this side and three girls on that side, if that's your thing, okay. Maybe as a 17-year-old guy, that looks incredible. Maybe when you're 40, 45, maybe having a family looks incredible. That's for you to decide. But my goal here was just to plant that thought, sit, think about it, and um, when you go to school or when you go out, if you're in a relationship, if you're thinking about being in a relationship, keep that stuff in mind. Because little things can end up having a big impact in the long term. Thanks very much for listening, everybody. Take care of yourselves and stay safe. Bye-bye.